I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey, everyone. So I told you guys we would have a big announcement on Friday, and it is here. And I'm super excited, but also super nervous to announce this to you guys. There will be a lot more specific information about this on our website, as well as um, on our Instagram, especially, um, and all of our social media. But we're announcing a charitable component to our business. And I've actually been looking since we started as a personal blog for a charitable component that could really go hand in hand with what we do here at Sugar Free Media. And I'm excited to announce that we've basically found it, a cause, and um, we're starting something that's going to be called Haven. And Haven is designed to help improve women's safety. And the reason it goes so hand in hand with what we do here at Sugar Free Media is for those who don't know, our mission at Sugar Free Media is to keep the modern woman informed, involved, and inspired. Of course, we welcome people of all gender identities into the fold. But we think that women are an overlooked group when it comes to, um, you know, staying informed and being involved in things. And so we want to make sure that this is a group that's being um, addressed specifically. And the same goes for safety. Um, You know, unfortunately, a woman can't worry about being informed, involved or inspired if she's worried about her safety. And so this is where the two really go hand in hand. And Haven... We're going to start um, very small and focused because, you know, obviously women's safety is like a huge issue. Um, Where do you even begin? We decided because stalking is something that can lead to other issues concerning women's safety, but doesn't have as many resources out there for it and is lesser known and understood. We are actually are going to start in the area of stalking specifically and help make change in that arena first. And our specific first goal um, that we're fundraising for right now is to help get a CRM designed um, and implemented so that victims can keep track of their evidence. Again, there's going to be a lot more to come out about this. I'm really hoping to do some interesting interviews with other groups um, working in this space to raise awareness um, 
here on the podcast. So stay tuned for those. I'm like really excited um, for those as well, um, because we have some really interesting people who are doing great work in this space. Um, But we are just pitching in to help and we're going to just tackle it on a project by project basis. Like when we can get this one done, we'll move on to the next project and so on and so forth. Um, But the number one thing we have to do is fundraise. So if you're interested at all in donating, definitely head to our Instagram and it's going to have much more details. Um, So the Haven Instagram account is wearehaven. So that's going to be spelled W-E-A-R-E dot H-A-V-E-N. And I hope you guys will join us there and follow along as we learn more about stalking as well as um, fundraise to help combat it. Okay, so for our first story today, the South Africa variant has arrived in the United States. So unfortunately, this is not good news. In addition to the mutation that we saw coming out of the United Kingdom, there has also been another version circulating around South Africa. It is also a mutation that seems to be more contagious, although it is a different mutation from the UK one. Up until now, we had not seen any evidence that it had arrived in the US, but we just found two cases of it in South Carolina. Just like when we found the UK one, it is likely that this version has actually been circulating undetected for a while now and may actually be in other areas of the United States already. Interestingly, though, these two cases in South Carolina were actually from two different areas of the state and the people had no connection to one another. So It was a coincidence that they were basically detected at the same time, which is pretty crazy. I know we're all so fatigued, but I was realizing this the other day um, that the longer we hold out and stay vigilant, the more elderly and at-risk categories of people are getting vaccinated every single day and then ultimately will be safe from the virus. So that's what I try to keep in my head to help me stay vigilant with mask wearing and staying at home um, as much as I can. Um, And I know that we're all in this together because unfortunately we're all connected with sharing germs and things like that. So you guys are doing a good job and stay vigilant. So for our next story, General Motors announced that it plans to phase out gasoline-powered vehicles by 2035. GM made this huge announcement yesterday that it will actually be phasing out petroleum-powered cars and trucks, selling only vehicles that have zero tailpipe emissions by 2035. This is a seismic shift by one of the world's largest automakers that literally makes billions of dollars off this exact type of vehicle today. This is the type of corporate commitment that can really put a dent in emissions and help us save our planet from imminent destruction. Some European automakers have made similar pledges, but honestly, on much smaller levels, much smaller commitments. 
This is one of the most aggressive corporate commitments that we have seen, and it's something to be proud of coming out of an American automaker. As we were saying yesterday, the buck stops with emissions. That's where the damage really comes from. So slowing emissions this drastically could really help with our climate. For our next story, um, we're going to talk about getting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. So after everything that has happened with BLM in the past year, I think it's safe to say that we're all on the same page that representation matters. It is important that little girls and boys see faces like theirs and their families in places of success and accolade. With this in mind, the Biden administration is picking up where the Obama administration had left off in fighting to have Harriet Tubman put on the $20 bill. For our international listeners who might not know who Harriet Tubman was, this black woman escaped the horrors of slavery, but risked her own freedom to help rescue anywhere from 70 to 300 other enslaved people. She helped develop and run a system of safe houses and activists that became known and heralded as the Underground Railroad. It was not literally a railroad like a train, but more just like a system, like a network kind of thing. So just FYI there, it's a little bit confusing because it sounds like it was a train, Um, but it was just known as Underground Railroad. Um, And she eventually ran in the circles of the most famous abolitionists, such as Frederick Douglass, and even worked as a spy on behalf of the Union. She dedicated her life to fighting against slavery and also worked on the women's suffrage cause alongside Susan B. Anthony. She eventually opened a facility called the, quote, Harriet Tubman Home for Aged and Indigenous Colored People, end quote. She suffered a traumatic head injury while enslaved as a child that actually led her to permanent tics and imbalances, so she had a special place in her heart for those suffering from both the effects of racism and medical issues. She was an incredible woman who beat the odds and undoubtedly made the United States a better place than when she found it. We will definitely keep you guys posted on all efforts to get her on the $20 bill. So for our next story, we're discussing protests in India. Okay, so I know it feels like there's protests everywhere these days, but there kind of are. And now we're seeing protests break out in India. Why? Let's walk through it. So there have been new agriculture reform bills passed in India. The farmers themselves warned that these new laws would essentially be a, quote, death sentence, end quote, for farmers. Basically, though, the new legislation would get rid of a lot of regulations and allow for farmers to sell directly to grocery stores or wholesalers rather than just to the government which would seem like a good thing. 
But farmers are worried about the change, fearful that businessmen and women will start stockpiling the product to drive the prices up and down. They're also worried that these people will not meet the minimum pricing that used to be insured by the government. To be honest, it does seem like this may just be a case of change is scary because no one really knows how this is going to play out. And it seems that giving the farmers more buyers would be a positive overall. But obviously it has the farmers spooked and now they've started protesting the change And unfortunately, it actually has turned violent. So in the most recent protest, the protesters showed up a little bit before the time that they were actually scheduled to march. And this somehow led to things spinning out of control. The police used pepper spray to get the crowds to disperse, even though they were scheduled to be marching that day and had the appropriate documentation. One person died in the most recent uh, protest being crushed by his tractor, and 19 people were sent to the hospital, fights broke out across New Delhi, tractors were overturned, and 86 police officers were injured. But since the protest started, actually dozens of farmers have died in protests that got out of control. So... Many of these farmers are actually Sikhs, though, which was very interesting because they are a very, very peaceful community of people. So this was pretty surprising. And um, the Joint Farmers Front, which is a group that represents a number of farmers unions in India, actually distanced itself from the violence, issuing a statement that was condemning those who resorted to violence. The government ended up putting the legislation on hold for now, but the farmers have already announced that if they don't see a full retraction of these laws, they will be marching to the parliament building on February 1st, the day that they officiate the budget. Stay tuned. We will keep you guys posted. Before we go today, I just really quickly wanted to give you guys a little update that um, you know, the CDC is pushing right now for schools to come back open and actually indoor dining to close down for the time being. They think that this needs to be flip-flopped because kids wearing masks are obviously much less of a risk than adult diners without masks eating around each other. So they would like to see that flip-flopped. And it's very interesting because this is something the Trump administration was really trying hard to make happen in their late days in office. And it seemed the CDC was like fighting them on it. And now they're the ones saying that we need it. So it is kind of an interesting situation with that, but it does seem to make sense, obviously. Um, But in terms of COVID deaths and cases. Um, So the deaths are really, really high right now. They went back up to about 4,000 in a day. And that's, you know, right back up to sort of our highest level, unfortunately. But again, the COVID cases are, are seeing a very sharp drop. They're going really down, which is very positive. um, And we still hope to see the deaths follow and really slow down as well. But I do know that hospitals are very overwhelmed right now in a lot of areas of the country. So that could be contributing to, you know, the deaths rising as we're seeing it. So that is the news du jour. 
Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, helping others is the only way we help ourselves. And just as a reminder, you can go to www.sugarfreemedia.co forward slash haven to donate today to our efforts to keep women safe. And you can also follow Haven on social media at weare.haven on Instagram. Thank you guys in advance. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.